Hello, everyone, and welcome to Devotional Life with Paul. And Jeannie. Guess what? what? We were just praying for people, right? Everybody that's listening right now, we were just praying for you. Because this is the topic that tops all topics. And it is, how do I get to heaven? How do I have eternal life? How can I avoid death or judgment and end up in heaven with God? How does that happen? You remember last time we talked about Jesus saying, I'll make you fishers of men. Mm -hmm. Well, I think we need to understand uh, how we can share the gospel, share salvation and eternal life with people. And that's the net, so to speak, that God wants to pull people into heaven with. So, Jeannie, where are we? <laughs> what have you got? Well, I think... Uh we're going to take a peek at a special evening. Uh, Jesus has his disciples with him, so he's being an example of how to share the gospel. And there's a man that comes and wants to ask him questions. You uh. know, he's like, like we, like we talked about before. We don't know what people when they go to bed at night and they're like having these questions about God and mm. not and what are the answers and you know they're just kind of thrown out there yeah the whole why am i here and yeah is and, there a god and and, if there is one how do i have a relationship yeah. with them yeah. and you know some folks have been brought up in a very religious home and sure and have been good people compared to other people in the world and right. tried real really hard to you know do stay what's out right. of trouble yeah do what's right <laughs> So, and even study about um, how to do that. In John 3, verse 3 through 5, no, mm -hmm. 5 through 7, 3 through 7, um, there's a special man who was a religious leader, a Pharisee, and he had been watching Jesus, and he was curious. And obviously he, as being a Pharisee, he had studied and he'd gone up the ranks with his knowledge of scriptures from the Old Testament. He was looking forward to the Messiah from all the prophecies. Right. And he was just still feeling like something's missing. You yeah. know, I don't understand what's missing. And he seems to have been an honorable man yes. as well. Yes. Yeah. And, you know, it was a real risky thing for him to come and talk to Jesus because yeah. the other Pharisees were uh, feeling jealous of him suspicious of him and the people were following and listening to jesus so he was doing miracles he was and, doing miracles which they were attributing yeah. to satan saying you know jesus does yeah. these miracles by the power of satan and every prophecy concerning the coming of the messiah jesus was fulfilling right right in front of his eyes right in front of his eyes so this man obviously had a hunger to learn more and he mm -hmm. was involved with studying the scriptures with a sincere heart but yet he knew there was still something missing and he was fascinated by jesus and i'm sure he thought to himself who is this and can he tell me more answer my questions and could he be the messiah so in john we're told that there was a man named nicodemus a jewish religious leader who was a pharisee after dark one evening mm. <laughs> didn't want anybody to see him yeah he came to speak with jesus he said, Rabbi, we all know that God has sent you to teach us. Your miraculous signs are evidence that God is with you. 
So mm. he started that out. Yeah, and, which is really quite a confession. He calls Jesus a rabbi. Right. So, and then he recognizes that he's sent by God. Right. And that God sent him here to teach us. I think there's a lot of people that think that, okay, Jesus was a good teacher. I like the things that he said. You're just in line with Nicodemus if you think that. And his fellow Pharisees were making comments like, you know, he's just a carpenter's son yeah. from Nazareth. Yeah. You know, who's he? Yeah. And yet he did give them all these um, praises or respect by saying that. So he set the stage. So whatever was going on, Jesus already knew that this man was going to come and he already knew what was in his heart and that sure. it was sincere. Yes. But he was at a quandary. He didn't know. So Jesus replied. So he hadn't asked him a question yet, but Jesus answers his question before he even comes up with it. He says, I tell you the truth. Unless you are born again, you cannot see the kingdom of God. So That's we, kind of a shocking statement. Yeah. <laughs> and how many times mean? have we heard that thrown around, born again? And oh, people have goodness. said, it's yeah. not in the Bible. It yeah. is. It's right here. And Jesus said hey, it. <laughs> I think years ago, I actually saw that phrase used in a uh, shampoo commercial. Oh, really? My hair's been born again. How sad. <laughs> <laughs> How sad is right. Yeah. So it's Jesus who said, you must be born again. Uh-huh. So we know he, or he's addressing the heart of whatever Nicodemus was struggling with. So, you know, he's telling Jesus, I've kept the law. I've done all these things since my youth. What am I missing? Basically is what he's saying to him. So he knew he was missing something. Yeah, yeah. he did. Okay. And so he said, you must be born again. And Nicodemus exclaimed, what do you mean? How can an old man go back into his mother's womb and be born again? Jesus replied, I assure you, no one can enter the kingdom of God without being born of water and the Spirit. And then he goes to explain it. Humans can reproduce only human life. So you're born into the world. Right. But the Holy Spirit gives birth to the spiritual life. So don't be surprised when I say you must be born again. So we're alive physically when we're born. Right. But we're actually dead spiritually. Right, we don't have God's Spirit living inside of us. Yeah, and we need to be born of the Spirit. Born of the Spirit. And so that is that time in your life when you recognize you need God, you want to have a relationship with God, and you recognize that He's holy and you aren't. <laughs> yeah. So there's this well, gap between Which brings you. the question, what would a holy God require of me? I think that's a powerful question. And really you look at the law of God in the Old Testament, the requirements of God. Even Jesus said, if you love me, follow my commandments. So we are, there is an expectation from God for, for us. And do we measure up truthfully the answer is no one does that's why jesus came and the fact that we don't measure up that's called sin and by the way the word sin means you missed the mark you're not holy <laughs> i never argue that i'm a sinner but when i recognize it 
it tells me that I need a Savior. And there's only one of those, and that's Jesus, who came here, led a perfect life, and then became my substitute on the cross, paying the penalty for my sins. And with that recognition and that acceptance of what Christ did for you, the Holy Spirit enters into you. Yes. And, and now I have connection with God. And now I have a connection with God. It's kind of like Boom. plugging in a lamp into the wall with yeah. electricity. Yeah. <laughs> You've so got we're, the light, but you don't have the juice yeah. going through. So we're born a bunch of lamps that are not plugged in. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> or as somebody once called me a dim bulb. Oh, no. my gosh. <laughs> I may still be a dim bulb, but I'm born again. <laughs> so uh, that this is like the first step that we're stepping into the gospel and wanting to give us a significant understanding and impressions of exactly what the gospel is. And so I'll ask you, are you born again? Right. You can't get into heaven without it. Heavenly Father, thank you for this time and the opportunity to talk about your great gift of salvation. It erases the fear of death because you're the giver of eternal life. And so, Lord, if somebody's listening and they're not born again, Holy Spirit, speak to their hearts. Have them confess their sins to you. Have them accept Christ as the substitute and payment for their sins. And then, Holy Spirit, Come and live inside of them, and they would be born again. We pray these things in Jesus' wonderful name, and everybody says, Amen. Tune in for more. God bless you. See you soon.